Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100% fuck yeah, join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life. We invite you to play along and get your shit together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going and at the same time, take on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. Well, welcome to the GIST Podcast, episode 31. Episode 31. Just knocking them off the list, brother. I'm excited every Saturday, I gotta say. Really? Yeah. I wrote that down in my journal yesterday. Like I'm, I'm really excited about tomorrow, and I'm excited about my Saturdays because I get to create this. Yes. And I, then I think, why am I not doing more of this? Oh my gosh! Isn't that this? Isn't that the thing? Yeah. I've actually, I dare to say, I've I've had like the cognitive dissonance over the last couple of weeks. I've struggled with the ease at which things have been flowing mm. because of the the prep work that I've been doing, right. the accountability calls that we've been having, which we haven't talked about in the podcast is something we can, we, we haven't, we should talk, talk about that today, actually. But dude, like, and, and, and I have a, like a purpose cause I'm talking to people and funneling people toward the, um, the webinar coming up on July 11th, 7, 7 PM link in the but show notes. The link will be in the show notes, but the webinar, like just being, being excited about talking about that. And then, and then having a place to direct people say, well, oh, you're interested? Great. Well, join us on this webinar. And then not making it mean anything because I'm, I said this to Heather yesterday, like I'm not quote unquote making a sale. I'm not making any sales. So I'm, I'm not letting that like, oh gosh, I got to, you know. Oh, and I should be. Yeah, I should be. I'm like, no, I have a, there's a purpose here. There's a process that we're, that we're integrating and I just need to stay focused on the process. And it's been so enjoyable. And I'm so excited and lit up. And so uh, I almost feel like there, there's a weird thing going on because I keep questioning and going, oh, am I doing the things? I'm like, wait a minute. No, wait, wait, wait. No, I did this and this and this. And there were my targets. And I did my targets. And things are moving forward. Yeah. You can be happy. And and, and it's actually progress. It's progress. But the, I think the, the thing that I'm recognizing for myself, and maybe other people will get something out of this, is that... It, that sometimes progress can feel uncomfortable because I'm actually making more progress than in a normal two week span, but I'm used to doing it a different way. Mm. So do you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it feels weird for me. It's like I have more, a little bit more time freedom, a little bit more space. I have less stress and anxiety. So I'm thinking, oh, something's wrong. I'm not frantic, totally. but, but that's actually what yeah, yeah, that's the good thing, right? That's well, and this this is really great because we uh, we talked about this earlier. Uh, what what are those things that uh, that kind of uh, juggle, uh, not juggle, but um, shake up the the status quo of uh, of how things typically go for us when when we embrace embrace change mm -hmm. uh, versus. Try to keep it going the, the way that you had always done it. Right. Because that's just how you've always done it and always and are familiar to it, uh, regardless of the fact that it might not serve you or, or work for you. Yeah. And then you get to actually embrace. So, so there's a catalyst moment that happens, right, where you get to decide. The choice is right there. The choice is yours. To just lean in on this un, in the side of this unfamiliar area mm -hmm. that you're that there's you can't quite put your finger on it, but you're there's something that excites you about it. Yeah, and the uncertainty I would I would say is a big factor in most of our excitement as human beings. Is like we just don't know. Yeah, I think it's <clears throat> I I think it's like you, you're right here and you want to go over here, so you want to reach something that is way outside of your comfort zone. And you don't know how you're going to get there. Because most people, when they set a goal, they set a goal that they, they're pretty damn sure they can achieve. So it's like a goal that's right here. Yeah. Like they know they can measure their activities and whatnot and get to that place. But what's scary and what we often don't do is, okay, well, here's a goal that's maybe a little further out 
or it's a little bit beyond. You might not even be able to see. You might not even be able to see it. Like you might be generating a hundred thousand dollars a year of revenue in your business, and now you set a goal for two point five million in, in the next eighteen months, and you've been making a hundred thousand dollars a year consistently for seven years, and you're going, "Well, how the fuck am I going to make two point five million?" Now that's scary. Yeah. But consider there's actually a way to get that done. Yeah. And so now you have to start putting yourself in the thinking of a business that generates $2.5 million a year. And what would those activities be? What would you be doing? And they could be completely counterintuitive to what it is that you're doing now. And then when you step into those activities, you might not feel like you're doing anything or you might not feel like you're doing the right things. And you feel you got to trust the process and that you're actually creating something new. Mm -hmm. You're not just coming in and repeating what you did yesterday. You're creating something new. That's why it feels so weird and different and you're not sure about it. Well, and, and how do you get, uh, what, what do you put in place to constantly remind yourself of, uh, of what it is that you're doing, what that new thing is that you're mm. doing so you don't lose sight of it and in, in, in a default, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a default way of being, right? Yeah. And we're just yeah. going to, all of a sudden we're back doing the same thing that we had done before and we're none the wiser to, we didn't actually even realize that that mm -hmm. happened. You know what is uh, uh, the secret? I uncovered the secret to to that piece to, okay. to not veering off. I want to hear what your version of it is because I think because just to see what is going on in my head. Yeah. Well, uh, the secret, and this is this is like unequivocal. The, you you can't contend this. Oh shit! This is it. This is a build up. This is a big swell building up here. <laughs> <laughs> it's how are you holding yourself accountable? Who's around you to hold yourself accountable? For sure, yeah. Because actually we're not very uh, reliable to hold ourselves accountable for the right. most part. Yeah. That is, if you do not have a an accountability structure in place to keep you, keep you and your eyes on the prize, you will not hit it. And you and I have been getting much better, which we'll share about, but your best friend is likely not your best accountability partner. Totally. Because there's a reason why you guys are best friends and you play off each other. You let each other off the hook all day long, every day. Yeah. So if you think that you work really well together, it's probably because you enjoy what you're doing together <laughs> and you get mediocre results. Oh, yeah. And you know that he'll give you some, or she will give you some slack. Give you a little slack. Oh, dude, like off oh, the yeah, kids I and I was up late and... Oh, yeah, bro. Trust me. I get that, you know. Yeah, like Vern being late today. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, sitting I, here no, waiting. I own that. I was totally late. I was definitely I was definitely moving in a little slower motion this morning, which is funny because this is our latest start in the last, what, two or three weeks? Yeah. Our, late, our latest scheduled yep. start. But um, Interesting that it would be our own our own podcast that would uh, show up late for my own party. Yeah. 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 Totally. Right. Isn't that funny though? Fashionably like, late to your own party. You know, it's not, it's, it certainly wasn't intentional. No, but there's something. Is it though ever really? No, it's, it's, it definitely isn't, but it's like, there's like a, I definitely felt a lot less anxiety about being late here than I would if we had a guest or something, you know, I'd right. be like, Oh my gosh, like freaking out. Right. Like yeah. I gotta get down there. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and at the end of the day, too, even if you're late when you have a guest, like that sucks and you got to clean it up, but it's like you're already late. So that's another thing about those automatic responses. I've been talking to my kids about this, too. It's like I can now be in that, oh my God, I'm late, and like this frantic, dangerous human, or I can be like, okay, well, I'm late. Like I literally cannot do anything about it. I can just get there as soon as I can now mm -hmm. and be literally in this energy. Mm -hmm. How much better off would you be, right? And instead of carrying all of that into that that chaotic uh, yes. that chaotic energy into uh, the next stage of uh, of the day, right? What, whatever that is for you, and that rarely serves us. Yeah, and not to mention even driving. Like I mean, we've all seen these oh, people totally. driving wow. that you can just tell their their energy is like up to here. Yeah. Um, can you can you remember what we're, where we were going before that? You were accountability, man. Accountability, oh, right? Yes, right. Accountability. Um, I'm, I want to. I want to do a. Uh, what do you call that when you? I want to. You gonna stick a pin in I it? I want to put a post-it note up here because it actually plays in what you're talking about. You went a different direction with accountability, <laughs> but accountable. Accountable to what? And I want to talk a bit about clarity. Mm. 
being mm-hmm. being clear and driven and, and inspired by something mm-hmm. that, that's calling you. So, yeah, um, man. Well, let's pull that apart a little bit. Sure, and then we can go back to accountability. Yeah, because the accountability would actually have that clarity, th- those actions inside of a clear objective, uh, right. become realized. Right. Right. Versus uh, the self doubt that will inevitably show up and stop you in your tracks, stone cold, and all accountability's out of the window. You don't. Here, here's even clarity's out of the window. Right well, at, at that point. That's the that's the thing. Like for me. Until I became, until I become clear about what it is that I want, that I'm inspired by, what I want to create in the future, then I'm driven. This this is like a, a uh, something I'm actually discovering for myself. So I think it's a it's a challenging context because people have to be willing to go. Well, maybe I don't get it. Maybe I don't get it. So maybe I should just keep moving toward it. So what I'm getting at is. I'm always usually up here thinking this is what I should be doing and these are the things I should be doing and this is what I should be up to, right? Like that would make sense. Right. All your shoulds. Right. As opposed to being really heart-centered and inspired by something and letting that drive me to my future. Like, wow, this is actually what I want. This is the vision I want to create. And then you're inspired by it and you're pulled toward it and then you – it, then you almost like, it's not even like you need to know what to do because you're so driven by that. You're constantly looking for new action steps to take. You're, you're like, okay, yeah, no, this would be something that would move me closer. And then I'm going to do this and I need to meet that person. You're, they, they intuitively show up. Yeah, they just, what, to, yes, what you're, conf, con, here's the thing. If you're confused, consider you haven't spent enough time planning and you haven't spent enough time dreaming, mm. like creating what it is that you want. Yeah, you don't know what to do because you're searching for what you should be doing. Yeah. As opposed to being driven or pulled towards something that's really compelling. The the action steps will just start to appear. Yep. Like they'll just become really clear. And then you need accountability. Yeah. You still need accountability, even if you're driven. Absolutely. Because even the, the most aspiring, inspiring uh, outcomes that, that we see is possible for our future yeah when we start to get into the 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 minutiae of moving stuff forward it's like shit show yeah at times if the human being shows up for work you're in trouble yes (laughs) i don't know about you he has a tendency to show up every day yeah oh absolutely there's a conversation that i have with myself every day yeah which gets into self-care practices accountability yeah there's been times where literally this week my accountability partners have pulled me out of the ditch and my and my meditation practice pulled me out of the ditch so like i i would not have had as an effective day and not just the effectiveness of the day my way of being shifted and that's really all that matters to me Mm. because everything else falls into place when when that's there totally man and that's that's the thing it's like I've been spending my time going out into the world trying to be a certain way, right? And then I didn't realize that it, it actually, it's so much starts with me. It so much starts with like discovering inside of me like who I actually want to be and what I want to create. And then it, it everything just happens organically to <laughs> use a, a hard overused word, term. Right? <laughs> but yeah, it just sort of, things just sort of clear up and they just happen and you're, you're inspired, you're grounded versus... Yeah, like uh, it's hard. It's hard to 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 describe specifically what I'm talking about, but I think a lot of people get it when I say you're trying to do the right things. You're trying to show up a certain way. You're you're always in your head. You're you know you're what I mean. Always trying. You're always trying. You're always trying. How much momentum do you get to create when you're trying to do something? Oh man, I don't know about you, but there is very little movement forward when I'm trying to do something. And then when I mm-hmm. then when I try even more, it's even worse. Yeah, it's harder. It's harder. So the trick, and I love the fact that you preface this with, um, "Are you doing enough dreaming?" Because, and we'll get to accountability because that's a, yeah. a very pragmatic, sure. tactical, you know, list-driven type framework, and it's super important. and And it is not the only thing. It's not the only thing. Yeah, so right. I actually have to retract my statement. 
the accountability isn't the most important thing. The most important thing is the dreaming. And I want to, yeah, I want to drill down on this for a second because a lot of people hear, you know, you hear that thing and there is the, use that word pragmatic and I'm not entirely sure I know what that even means, but it's like the, the, (laughs) it's the, the typical things, the things that you know you should be doing and they just fall into place logically. It's like, yeah, I get, these are the things that I would need to do. Right. And they're, they're, they are not the, the, the sexy, the fun. They are the things that you probably don't want to do. Right. But they are necessary. So there's a lot of people who are like all about that and they're all about taking action They're all about driving and that's all good. But just take a second to to get present to where your motivation's coming from. What are you driven by? Are you yeah. driven because you want to be the best and you're you always close and you're the top dog or whatever? Or are you driven by and it, it doesn't have to be something like Gandhi's work, but it's like are you driven by the fact that you know what? If I do these things here, I actually get 10 extra hours a week with my family and I can still produce at the same level that I'm producing at or whatever. What's your source? What's driving you? Mm-hmm. So when we talk about dreaming, we're legitimately talking about the only place that you don't have boundaries in your life is in your fucking mind. And we do not use it. No. So sit down and play a little like a little kid in the sandbox and dream and be like, no, what do I actually want my life to look like? And consider for a second that you can actually create that. When we are, when, when I take the time to be... So, so to your point of, of these, uh, these daily practices, um, Vern and I are uh, working towards being really effective in executing on some daily practices. Meditation is one of them. That's Meditation true. is one of those things that uh, starts to open up the space mm. for dreaming to show up. Yeah, totally. Because you you now get grounded and present in, in in the moment. All those all those concerns, all those uh, distractions, those things that occupy the mind and, and have you feeling anxious and uncertain and like oh I, I, I oh I wish you know we, we get stuck in this space like if only mm-hmm. if only all this stuff were to fall into place and click in like like the perfect puzzle. When I do my dreaming in the morning and I have uh, what's called a focus, a focus wall, there, there are things that I, um, when, when I get reconnected to who I am and what it is that, that I'm up to, then I start to create the space for what that looks like as a as a and as a space as a reality right. and it's it's in my mind but it can be crystal clear if i am grounded right and when and then when that happens you you and i have both experienced this the difference between the frantic human oh. excuse me i'm a little stuffy right now the frantic human right versus like the inspired dreamer yeah yeah right you're still a different energy taking action and then the actions you're taking the energy you're excited to to do the next thing and to make the next call or to do whatever it is that you're doing versus you're it's like looking up a mountain you know if you're not a hiker and a climber versus like especially if you're not a, a hiker or a climber right you insert your other insert a different analogy if you are a hiker and a climber but looking up a mountain and being like holy fuck like you got this massive mountain decline versus you know being at the top of a hill with skis and being like woo let's fucking do this right like totally you know it's a totally different ball game well and the other really great thing is we get reconnected to uh the side of us that wants adventure in our lives yeah we want these things that that excite us, uh, that 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 inspire us, um, that that create that that heightened level of of anticipation. That, for the most part, in the day to day grind, if we're inside of the other on the other side of the spectrum, yeah, none of that lives there. There's no adventure. There's no inspired action. There there's there is nothing to really motivate us uh, inside of possibility. You know, like oh. And it's actually a different 
context to if only or the what if, like what if that yeah. happened? What would life be like? And uh, and to hold that type of energy through the day. Can I get can I get a little cheesy here? Yeah, well, man, it's you. Just get cheesy. <laughs> it's you. That's a, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. Um, you know what? You're okay. This okay for real though. For real and and cheesy and you're worth it. Oh, you are worth it. No, but no, right? But here's the thing. <laughs> oh, that's pretty fucking cheesy. It is. No, but you. But here's the thing. I know you've done this, and I've done this. You start to dream, and you start to fantasize, and before you even get the vision of that, you just a it. dream. It's a dream. Your your other self is already pulling you back and going, whoa, 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 whoa. where are you going? What do you, what do you think Not you're doing? Not even. Here? He's like coming in with a baseball bat, yeah. swinging smashing, at your horse, smashing your, the windows out of your mansion that you're creating in your mind, <laughs> being like, dude, what? Right. So just allow yourself to be like, no, like because a lot of people, a lot of people don't even realize that. They don't think they're worthy of that because they're they they already took themselves way outside the possibility of it. That that's actually that's you saying, possible. yeah, like you saying that's not possible and all these other th- things. That's just an intelligent human with a really compelling lie, and you're and you're buying into it, right? Yeah, it is fear driven scarcity like i know that this is working and i will be okay and that's actually like for real the biological purpose of your brain yeah so if you're okay consider it's time for you to start stretching a bit because you'll be okay for the rest of your life and if you're cool with that then great but that's probably as exciting as it's going to get we're really good at just doing okay like we're highly effective at at creating and and duplicating okay yeah uh, and not even realize it. So, okay. So dreaming, do more of it. Like every day I spend, I'm up at five o'clock and then from five until eight, which is fucking awesome because the kids are out of school. I don't, I don't normally they, they're up at seven and, and then that hour is, yeah. is gone for, for the most part. And, and it's necessary. I, I'm not downing it, but knocking it. But now I have from five to eight, and I call it my workshop time. That's brilliant, man. This is a, so a inside of my workshop. There is a list of things that I get to choose to take on in that time frame. So there are there are some table stakes. First thing to do, and I'm I'm working on on doing it more often. I'm still managing the the status quo side of me. Running. First thing, out of bed, go for a run, uh, and and it and it definitely makes a difference to to move the body at that totally. early early timeline, and then the next thing is meditate, and I spend thirty minutes meditating. That's great, man. Yeah. And I remember at the very beginning that three to five minute meditation felt like three to four, three to five hours. Yeah. Right. Like it was crazy. And now 30 minutes goes by. Yeah. And you actually want more. And I I do want more. And 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 I, and I actually get a degree of meditation inside of my next practice, which is to journal. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's it's digging in now. There's some time for reflection, and now I get to distill it for myself. You know what's interesting about this? I'm really excited to see where the next few podcasts and then up to episode 100 because we're doing these different practices now. What I noticed lately is like my vision, my dream, if you will. You know, I'm just starting to get into visualization with the meditation and stuff. And um, he, one of the things he said was, you know, a lot of times we concentrate really hard to create a vision in our mind. Mm. And he goes, but, you know, if you think about your favorite place to vacation for a second, and then, right, he goes, pretty clear image, right? Like it just, it just, it just shows up. Yeah. So that's what visualization is all about is like allowing it to happen and not forcing anything, right? So... What's interesting about it is I always used to be like the big time force guy and I would tell myself a story that I can't visualize or whatever. Visualization is not always a really clear picture for everyone. For some people, it's just a clear thought or even a feeling when your eyes are closed and you're concentrating on the feeling that that vision brings you, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people just don't have as clear pictures in their mind as other people. But anyhow, um, he was was talking about how you always kind of force things. And I think I talked myself out of my point here for a second. Um, well, what, but what I'll touch on is um, with meditation, 
that's one of the biggest challenges is exactly what you said is it's, it's really challenging for people with all the stuff we have going on in our worlds to just sit in quiet, try, try it for 60 seconds, sit in quiet for 60 seconds and, and don't, and, and notice the, the pull to need to do something. Yes. And that's, Oh the, yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, don't forget. You're thinking about oh, work. Man. You're thinking about your visa bill. You're thinking about all these things that are just popping in your head grocery list, whatever. And just now what you get to do when you meditate, when you meditate, meditate, um, I can't remember the, the, the meaning to it. I think it's to become familiar with. Mm, yeah. So you're actually observing all of those thoughts and all of that stuff that's driving you and pulling you and you want to find the quiet place because that's where you start to create. You start, your brain starts to change. And that's what actually, that's what I was getting at the visualization thing. I'm now driving and I'm like totally focused on the road, but it's like I have a thought vision in my mind all the fucking time about, and I'm like, yeah, it's like a drug. I'm like, holy shit. It's like, it's right there with me all the time. Oh, that's awesome. It's fucking super cool. You know, the one thing that I noticed when it comes to um, meditating and, and, uh, and creating, creating reality in your mind, you know, like what's, what's possible and, uh, I don't know about you, but when I am in the space of, of working to create visuals in my mind, there is a, uh, there is a thing that happens. There's two sides of the coin. You, you talked about it already. There is a, an ease in which some of this, uh, some of these visuals and these feelings, uh, they just show up. They're, they're there and they, and they, they impact you. You feel it. Uh, you get the tingles, you yeah. know, like you, you just know that, um, that, that there's something that resonates there. And then there are times where, uh, when I do that, I try to hold on to it and I, I'm, I'm getting to a point now where when I'm, I'm learning not to hold on to it, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Because of how the mind works and, and, and the fact that we are pulled in so many different directions all the time. I did last night, um, Dwayne Clausen had, had, uh, written a post about your mastermind, but, but not a, a typical mastermind. It is like the mastermind of masterminds. It's in your thoughts. It's like, who is, a, who is at your round table? If you could pick anybody in all of history, who would be at your mastermind table Right. and, and like go there. Like visualize yeah. going there and visualize having them be there and have the conversation with these people. Right. And I, and I had attempted to do it yesterday. Oh, that's a cool, yeah, that's cool. I got to tell you, it was a bit of a challenge. For sure. Because they would show up and then they'd disappear again. Something right. else would, would, would kind of, right. some, some random people would show up there. I'm like, huh, would they be there at the, at the, at the round table there? Like <laughs> I was, I was, um, so yeah. some of, some of the people on my list is, um, Earl Nightingale, Dale Carnegie, right. uh, um, oh, and, and the, the other ones they're they're still trying to materialize. I think, I, I don't think they've, they've quite grounded for me yet. Right. Um, but those two in particular were there. And, and as I was trying to create Earl Nightingale, Dale Earnhardt, <laughs> The race car driver kept showing up. I'm like, no, dude, no, no, you, you can't be here. Why that's, are you here? Why are you here? Oh, that's hilarious. And so he would he would show up and and then I was like, no, 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 it's the other guy. And I'm like, fuck, who was that again? And I couldn't remember the name anymore. And so he shows up again, Mr. Race Car Driver. I'm like, okay, well, I guess you can hang out for a bit. Maybe you should check out his bio. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> there's something, it's just really fascinating when I try when you try, yeah. When I try to get it to do what I want it to do, yeah. Uh, versus just be with what's happening, what's occurring. Here's, here's something that you and I should try after the podcast, or actually maybe we try it on the podcast or or just record it. Write our name. So I'll write my name on the page with my left hand on the whole page, okay. and you use your right hand because the way that I was, I'm listening to a a, a recording of a webcast that. Bob Proctor put on uh, it's called paradigm shift and he's talking about shifting 
paradigms in your mind mm. because he's like the results that you're getting in your life are controlled by your paradigms because yeah. you have a paradigm of a person who's rich or poor or good or bad or right or wrong or you know strong or weak you have this programming because how the mind works is there's a conscious mind and a subconscious mind and when you're born you're pure you know have you ever heard your pure energy you're fucking you're pure you're pure subconscious and everything the subconscious mind has no filter the conscious mind has the ability to choose thoughts and reject thoughts right so we often choose the thoughts that don't serve us and we reject the ones that do serve us when right. we should be choosing the ones that serve us and rejecting the ones that don't serve us yeah, but anyhow yeah, yeah. that's a that's a paradigm too by the way but the the paradigm a lot of the paradigms are created between ages like well in the womb but zero to five because the conscious mind starts to develop and that's why you know, it just, you go through these progressions, you start losing imagination, you hear, don't touch that, don't do this, that's not for you. Yeah, your Money whole doesn't grow on trees. Yeah, you hear all that stuff. As you're growing up, you see arguing and fighting. Yeah. And as a kid, you don't have a filter. So you just start to make stories about what that all means. And then they carry into your adulthood and you wonder why you suck with time or you don't complete on things or you feel like you can't do any better than you're doing is because you have a paradigm that's holding you there. So what is the name writing of the name and on the opposite hand do to, to address that? What it does is it, it's gets you familiar with how uncomfortable shifting your paradigm is mm. because I have a paradigm that says I'm right-handed and I can only write with my right hand. Mm -hmm. And the reality of it is if somebody chopped my fucking right arm off, you want to believe that within a short period of time, I'd be writing with my left hand, yeah. plain and simple. Yeah. So if I sit here and start to try and write with my left hand, I'm cognitively thinking, I'm concentrating, I'm trying and trying and trying and I want to stop. Yep. Even though I know that you and I just said, oh, yeah, we're just going to, you know, we're just going to have some fun and write. I want to stop because it's uncomfortable. And that's how it's going to feel for you when you start to run in the morning or get up earlier or go to bed earlier or meditate every day or write in a journal or set out goals or get an accountability yes. partner. Yes. All those things are going to feel that way. And guess what? You will fall off the wagon and you need to get back on it because neuroplasticity, you have a program in your brain that says you operate this way. And you'll, for a couple of weeks, you'll use willpower and you'll change the way that you're behaving. And then you'll slowly slip back into that old groove and it's a natural thing. And that's why David said it can happen and sometimes you don't even notice it because it's just how it is for you. But you got to start to pay attention and that's what, um, that's what meditation creates is observation. You start to pay attention to your normal ways of being and you start to catch yourself on shit and go, holy fuck. I'm that's just, not what I'm up to. Yeah, I'm totally blowing this thing off right now. Yeah. And then you call yourself on your own shit and it's really hard to be with that. <laughs> you oh. got to start, you'll inevitably start shifting because yeah, it is, it is a challenge. Yeah. And so this is great. So we know we're not reliable. <laughs> we know we're not reliable. We yeah. make promises. We, we dream big and then it never gets done. So how do we keep ourselves accountable? to it and we've had some uh, some very good success uh, i would say over the course of time there's been like a month now well in and even leading up to that there has been things that we've been doing right um in in this in the very similar vein that that kind of ran through its cycles right we've right. we've been part of masterminds uh we've taken on coaches all of these are are measures of accountability and I would say that where where we're at right now and 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 the uh, the accountability structure that we've put into place as of late has been ha has doubled down on all of those other things that we've taken on and and understand and know of its value yeah and and put it all on the table in a very intimate setting yeah we're bringing all that all that training that we've had and all those different past programs and whatnot. Um, there's a key thing to, to the calls. So there's a key thing here. And that is, first of all, just give into the process and actually take it on and be okay with the mistakes and not getting it perfect. Surrender. And, and, and you have to be vulnerable with your accountability partners in that you have to share what's really going on for you. Because otherwise, if you don't get to the root cause of what it is that's holding you back or stopping you, they can't help you. 
right? You, you have to be the one that's ruthlessly vulnerable on the calls and be like, oh, look, here's my thing. And I keep saying I'm going to do it. And I just don't fucking do it. I don't, right? And then and then these people are going to be there to work through with you to to help you get clear about your shit and, and get, get past it and take action. So make sure you get people that are going to, you know, care for you, but also they're going to put you in your place when, when you need to be put in your place. Because that's the key thing is if they're going to let you off the hook, then they're no better than, than you as an accountability partner. Yeah, you will not, you will not serve each other. Yeah. So, um, so be, being willing is really important and being open and straight. Even if you come to, you know, a couple calls in a row, not having done that thing. Now, if you're just being like, fuck it, then obviously that, that just means you're not ready. But if you are literally grappling with the thing and not getting it done still, you consider you're still moving forward with it. If you're grappling with something, keep keep up the fight, right? Yep. And I don't mean like we were talking about earlier, like pushing and resistance. I mean, if you're if you're grappling with shifting a behavior or if you're grappling, like, because you're good, it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to occur like a wrestling match. So if you're if you're trying it on, then just keep pushing through. And so um, I just want to I just want to finish up with what our accountability structure has been like and what it's been like for you. Well, I I'd, um, just to echo that, there is another quote that came out of the summit that I was in. And it says, if you're willing to go all in to lean into those moments where you feel you can't go on, the, those moments are what define you. Absolutely. They're the ones that you are working towards as like your, your higher self, your, 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 the person that you aspire to be. And you got to lean in. Mm -hmm. You got to grapple with it. Otherwise, you're just going to stay status quo where you're at. Yeah. Um, so, so now to to uh, to the point of of the the structure that we have in place and what's working. Why don't you talk a little bit about how that's been for you in, in the the introduction of of some of the, uh, uh, the the structures and the process and the frequency and and give I think we can give our our listeners a, a bit of a framework. To, to start to try this on for themselves. Sure. Well, we've we've recommended the self-journal in the past. Yep. I think, you know, as long as you have some type of daily planner journal that is connected to some longer, in terms of time, structure, right? So you have your daily or weekly planner where you plan each of your days, and that daily, weekly planner is where is that coming from? What are you planning in there? Well, that's the vision. You have a longer term goal and a vision and you're now able to break down, you know, into days and weeks of, of the actions that you're going to be accountable to on your call. Is that to make that vision happen? Yeah, to make that vision happen. So now, so we have that and we just happen to use the self journal and I and tie that in with notebooks and and, uh, and uh, electronic calendar and then that greater vision that we talked about. Um, and now, you know, we've, everyone's probably who listens to this, likely if you found the podcast by now, you, you probably have been a part of some personal development or a coaching program or something. And, and a lot of times you have like weekly coaching or accountability calls and that's great. And a week is also a long time. Oh man, so much can happen in a week. So much, it happens really fast, but it's also a long time. And I know in a week, I have ebbs and flows that look like yeah. up and they oh, look man. like down. Rollercoaster. And, and I wake up and I'm inspired and I'm ready to rock and roll. And then for some reason, the next day I wake up and I feel less than. I feel like, ugh, I don't know what it is, but it doesn't really matter. And I've had days where we're now having calls Monday morning, Wednesday morning, and Friday midday. And I have had days where those Monday and Wednesday calls have fucking pulled me through the day and, and, and launched me through the rest of the week. So yeah, yeah. it's made a major difference. So there's a frequency that is fundamental in this piece. And I, and I believe not optional. If you really want to create a structure like this, you got to double down. And yeah. so uh, for us, three days a week, that... Um, and, and they're perfectly positioned, right? Yeah. It gives you enough space to, to, to work within whatever it is that you're planning to, to have done. Yeah. 
Uh, it's like a meeting. I just plan it as a meeting. Like yeah, exactly. 8, 8 it's totally, totally easy to, to schedule inside of. Yeah, and it, it's not in, it's not too much time where you're so in it, you know, in the shit of of whatever's yeah. not working that it's going to take you even longer to get out of it. Yeah. So yeah, because it's we actually Monday. hit it right right before it starts. You that's, know, that's absolutely right. Because we go Monday. Gets you into your day, gets you into your week. And then, you know, whatever happens Monday happens, Tuesdays, whatever. And then you're, I always find by Wednesday, I'm kind of like motivated on Tuesday. And then I'm kind of looking up the mountain on Wednesdays. Totally going, <laughs> why am I doing this again? Yeah. And then we get on the call and I leave and I'm like, ah, oh, I got my skis again. Right? Totally. So it's, it's really cool. Um, and, and the other thing I want to mention about this is we're, there's, first of all, there's three of us on our accountability calls and we're not getting on there and pissing around. Like we're all friends. But we have other times set aside to be social. Of course, we're like, hey, how's it going? Yada, yada, yada. Great. And then it's like within a minute, it's like, okay, great. Who wants to start? Who want? And then we get right into, we each kind of get a 15-minute segment where we share what we're up to, what we've been doing. And if we're grappling with something, we kind of coach each other through that thing and then empower the person and then get on to the next person, boom, right away so that we can get back into our day and doing the things that we need to do. Because it would be easy to piss around and, and chat for two hours with three people. Totally. And, about all the things that are actually not relevant for for your week and what you're committed to doing. Yeah. And if somebody comes to the call, you have to let people get their shit out, but this isn't a pissing match either. Or a, uh, what's that, what's that called? Like we're not, we're not pity all party. pity party. It's like, okay, tell us what's, what's, if you're broken right now, tell us what's broken. And then it's like, okay, great. Now how are we going to move past it? Because it's not, we're not here for you to, we're here to, to get underneath you and then launch you into your day. We're not here to like pat you on the back and tell you everything's going to be okay. Because inevitably it will be okay. So just, okay, let's <laughs> let's get on to it with it. I right really now. got a, a quite the compelling visual of, of getting underneath someone and launching them into their day. <laughs> it's like the, what you used to do in the pools and stuff, right? Yes, like, <laughs> yes totally. Yeah. And here's this great thing that can happen. It, it can go two ways. It can be launch... And and you're, you're you've actually built some momentum, and you're and now you're moving with some velocity or launch, and you'd land flat on your face. <laughs> that choice is up to each of us. And so I look at Wednesday, for example. Wednesday, not the best start to my day. Uh, a lot of uh, self worth uh, questioning of uh, of many things in, inside of my. Um, my life as, as a business owner and entrepreneur and, and dad and, and all of that stuff. Inside the gist. It, that's right. That's the gist, man. And, uh, and I was actually not, not willing to have any sort of communication on that call. Yeah. I, I, I put it on the table that, yeah, I'm, I'm grappling with stuff. And, you know, my, my stoic um, act, you know, the, the guy that shows up, he's un, like, no, I'm, un- uncoachable. I'm, I'm good. You know, <laughs> no, I got this shit. Handled. I got it under control. Yeah. You know, I, I just got to do this thing, which is completely disempowering and, and, and not inspiring whatsoever. And everybody's like, are you sure you want to do that? Because I don't really hear that that's an access for you. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, and that's it. Right. Yeah. Now, so to the point of like landing back on your face again after the launch, it only took me about 45 minutes before I decided to reach out again and say, okay, there is something here that's stopping me and I need to get it out of my way. Yeah. And so in having a, a, a very um, intentional, focused, uh, powerful conversation around that one specific thing and it demands vulnerability you put that fucking shit on the table yeah and and you get rid of it and what happened was was a brand new launch like just like that man it i got the it's funny we're all talking about visions here when you were saying that i thought you know you, you put it on the table it's like carrying a giant sack with you of rocks and, and yeah and you're carrying it all day and then you show up at your friend's house and you get to dump it you know in the yard or whatever and then you're like oh and then you can go right? yeah, you actually don't have to pick them up you don't again. have to pick them up you can just drop it let it go and then get on with your day yeah. and uh, the other thing i want to say about that is that that's generally what happens too we either all come it's happened where we've all come to the call and we've all been pretty lit up and then it's like great it's just another boost for you Super to keep, easy. keep on going with that it's easy and you kind of get to brag a bit when you're in that energy totally and, and, and talk about and that's cool too because everyone yeah. acknowledges like holy fuck man that's awesome wow you're up to stuff 
And then a lot of times what happens is two people come to the call and they're feeling pretty empowered. And then we actually get to drag the other person out of the ditch. And you have two people now that are listening for you and listening to you from your future, listening to you from the way that they know you to be as opposed to the bullshit that you brought to the call. That's right. Right. So That's right. Uh, it's really Three cool. is a really good number. Three is a good number. Yeah. It's just, uh, just enough uh, structure to, to kind of keep everybody accountable. They're the, the odd number, I, I feel like the odd numbers are, are powerful numbers uh, just uh, in terms of um, – their uh, their significance uh, in in ceremony and, and sacred geometry and, and all of that the the right. odd numbers are, are are usually the ones that are most grounding. Um, so there's something about the three, and and then the the accountability inside of the structures, the ongoing communication channels. Right. We also have uh, group chats. Right. Yep. We have group chats. Uh, there there's places for us to share uh, things that inspire us. Uh, things that we've come across or or milestones that we've achieved inside of uh, the goals that we're working towards. Yeah. And they're all so important. And there's a general chat where we can just be like, yeah, I'm totally fucking on this thing and I'm not willing to get off it right now. Totally. So. <laughs> and now everybody knows. But everybody knows. And, and you have people that are going to reach out in their own way and say... Like, what do you need, right? Do I need to give you a, your head a shake or do you need someone to listen to you or what's going on, right? So it's super helpful. So in, in wrapping up this podcast, uh, I see a few takeaways. And, and I'd be, again, we're, we're, gonna, we're constantly going to push this. We want to hear from you. In, and in, in this context, we want to hear what kind of structures do you have in place? Because as entrepreneurs, we we always are thinking about how you know what what kind of things can we put into place to really support ourselves yeah and so i'm really curious and i'm, I'm no doubt Vern is as well what kind of structures do you have in place that that support you and, and move you through some of these challenging moments of, of the journey and there's a thing that just occurred to me there might be an opportunity to create uh, an accountability structure for for a group of people, for a bigger group of people, maybe leveraging a Facebook group where, and, and, and right away, I'm, I'm, I'm going to caveat this with, this is only for those willing to yeah. really dig yeah. in the, the and, and I'm not even sure if we'll do it, but I, I feel this sounds like, like something that's, that's a great idea. I, I think could, it could be really could powerful. Just... And I've been part of some groups before. Yeah. And I know what doesn't work inside of those groups where it tends to, it, it's so funny. They, they kind of create their own status quo yes. inside of it. it See, it's insane, man. Checking your progress. Oh my gosh, that is so important because we've got the 13-week roadmap, right? Yeah. We do a weekly summary. Yep. Like, you know, and you got to be honest in that summary too because some of those days you ate dog shit. It's all good. Oh man, the dog right? shit that you created. That's absolutely. What, what would it look like? If we had a group of people together that actually followed the same structure and uh, and had their own little micro groups of threes. Oh shit, dude. Yeah. But then but then there's a, a bigger group that they get to share what they you know, their successes, their failures, the things that right. haven't worked, the things that have worked. And now the the hive mind, you know, that that, yeah, that yeah, yeah. larger collective um, pool of, of wisdom and context. What is the do you know what's the cost to the self? There's a cost, right? There is a cost. Yeah, it's like thirty bucks. Or yeah. Something. So, so okay. So you could, we could create. We'll create. Like, let's do this. We'll create a group. The in, the the entry admission is that you've that you bought a you bought a self journal. And do we want to actually be strict and say it's the self journal? Well, I think it, or, it would make sense to have everybody following a very similar structure. Yeah, something that's a self journal or. What I like about the self-journal is it makes things really clear. There's not a whole lot of space. Yeah. You've got three top priorities. Like There's going to be other things on your to-do list, but the self-journal is all about drilling down into like what are the things that really move you toward that compelling feature that you need to take on today. So it's not just a big to-do list, right? And then there's a lot of inspiration and motivation in there, and there's like a roadmap to have you be clear. So it is a good – it's a really good structure. So anyway. I think in creating structure, there's – there's some requirements. It's just, sure. just like the lay of the land. Here, yeah. Here's what we know works. So let's not rock the boat. Let's not try and include something else that, that we're not familiar with. 
let's use the structure and and see what we get to create on a on a bigger scale you know something with a little bit more uh, there's a there's a, a bigger dynamic with more people so the other thing is too is a lot of people might be listening to this and they could be in an environment where they are trying to pull themselves out of something mm-hmm. and they're trying to actually connect and meet with people who are more accountable and who are up to stuff in life. So this Facebook group could also be a great way to leverage that and connect some people for accountability purposes as well, right? Absolutely. You might not have a three-person group, so you could get the self-journal, join the Facebook group, and then start to network and get to know some people, and then maybe you can create your Build your own. Absolutely. Right from there. Okay, cool. So so Uh, we're actually going to create this. I guess we're creating a Facebook group. Yeah, so we're going to create a (laughs) Facebook group. Uh, I, I... this is by invite only. So so if you want to be invited, if you want to be invited, send an email, say hi at thejustpodcast.com, post on the Facebook page because this is this is something special because we know that what we have is something special. And so we will not compromise on on the value that it brings. And so this is for people for a very a special group of people. Right. This isn't just for everybody yeah. because you got to you got to be willing to look at the uncomfort right. in your in your life and 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 push through anyways. And and that's the thing. Just so you know, you you don't necessarily have to be an entrepreneur. No. You certainly do not have to be quote unquote successful making millions of dollars or whatever. You what you have to be, I think the number one thing is you have to be willing Yep. It doesn't matter where you're at in life uh, with your relationships or success financially or, or whatever it is. You just have to be willing to take on your own bullshit. And that is the, uh, that's the cost of entry and, the, and, and the self-structure. And get that uh, those that say they are willing, their actions speak volumes. Yes. So it'll be really easy to see who is and who isn't. And this is just a game of truing up. Yeah. No make wrong. There's there. There's nothing. There, there. This is just the journey for each of us. And so, to to notice when you say that you're willing to do something but don't do it. Yeah. But then take an action, and then you end up doing it. That's power. That's that's what we're working to create. Right. And I, and I think that's what the uh, the group can can really deliver if we if we really honor what its intention is. So as always, we're asking people to say hi at thegistpodcast.com. Send us an email. Uh, if you want to share a testimonial, give us some feedback, ask for some advice or ask a question. We'd love to hear that. Or if you want to be invited to our Facebook group that we will be creating. That's right. All right. Well, that's episode 31. I think it was pretty awesome. It was awesome. It's always awesome. Peace out. Have a good one. <laughs>